Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. I mean, here's a guy that criticizes everybody, whoever they take. He's got the answers to uh, who you should take and who you shouldn't take. And all of a sudden, he's an expert. He's in our paper two days ago telling us who we have to take. Welcome back to another episode of the Believe in NFL Draft Prospects podcast. I'm Joe DeLeon, joined by Ryan Roberts. Today we are moving, thanks to the little cute little wave you did there, Ryan. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> he completely threw me off by doing that. I don't know why. Uh, today we've got Edge. We're moving on to another really talented year for pass rushers in the 2023 NFL Draft. It just so happens that we're starting off with, I would argue, the most elite player in the class, Will Anderson, and then a counterpart, uh, I think is the only way to really compare the two, Derek Hall from Auburn. We probably should have just done a Will Anderson show, Ryan, but we, we have to try and fit in another guy. And Derek, Derek Hall's fine, and we're going to talk about Derek Hall. It sounds like you're higher on Derek Hall than I am, but nonetheless, we're going to get to both these guys. I, I think we should spend most of our time on, on Will Anderson, though, Ryan. I mean, I don't disagree. I mean, he was a tough one, man, because like it was it. I mean, what was the options, Joe? I could have put him up against like Miles Murphy or something, but they're just completely different yeah. players, you know? Like, I mean, him and Hall have similar body types. They're both Alabama right. guys, right? One at Auburn, one at Alabama. Like, it, it made some parallel sense. I would just like people out there, when we say Will Anderson versus Derek Hall today, we're not trying to make an argument. That We're not comparing. Is, yeah. <laughs> right. We kind of stopped doing the comparisons anyways. It, it ends up being right. like a joint scouting report rather than right. a, a comparison. I think we stopped doing that pretty early on, and I tried to stop phrasing the episodes as such. But nonetheless, well, we've got these two guys. Well, I would – and just to that point, right, when we're, when we're figuring out our matchups for Edge Week or the pairings mm-hmm. for Edge Week – like I put Isaiah Foskey and Miles Murphy together. Makes instance, sense, right? And it's like their body types are very similar. And then I, I think I did. What was the other one I did? Did I do Will McDonald and Nolan Smith? Right? Like they're they're yes. a little bit of of like similar body types again. Will Anderson doesn't have a counterpart really. So it's like we had to find someone that has some type of similarity, and they both play in the same regional schools, and they mm-hmm. both have similar body types, and that's why we came up with this comparison, right? And it's. Yes, just, right. just want to throw that out there. Right, I'm more so setting up, not so much that I have an issue with the matchup, but more so Will Anderson's so freaking good that we could probably sit here and talk about him for the entirety of the 20-minute episode because that's the type of a player he is. He's a decent player, man. He's a decent player. Did you see someone on Twitter say the other day that they thought he was a little overrated? Did you see it? Well, yeah, you sent it to me, and then you proceeded, oh, yeah. ar- you proceeded to argue with him. I forgot. I forgot uh, I said that to you. The guy didn't even have 100 followers, Ryan. I don't know why. <laughs> See, I read that tweet. I'm like, okay, this guy's figuring it out, and I'm not going to waste my time. And if he doesn't figure it out, you know, it's his his problem. Well, I mean, but there's a there's a <laughs> there's a very different. There's a there's trouble there for me, right? I'm an asshole, so I you yeah. know, I see something incorrect and I correct it. It's just. 
Well, to, welcome to, to am, the, the bad boys of draft Twitter, Joe. Chill out. That's you, man. That's you. Um, that's you and Sean. That's you and Sean Anderson, man. Sean Anderson's the mayor, and you're the bad boy. But I don't know if we're really draft, or he's not definitely. Oh, not. he's dra- he's a draft. He's a draft. Uh, Twitter guy, hundred uh, percent. I don't know about that. he. He's not active enough. Uh, before we get to today's discussion, I want to tell you folks about Bet Online. Our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all of your betting needs and sports info. NHL playoffs are done. NBA playoffs are done. If you're like me and you're waiting for the start of the NFL season and you're bored out of your mind watching baseball, I can't stand watching baseball, uh, and you need to make it a little bit more entertaining. Put a little money down, makes it a little bit more exciting so you're not banging your head against the wall hoping for the football season to come back around. Head to their uh, head to Bet Online's website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE to get the bonus and get in on the action. Bet Online, where the game starts. All right, Ryan, let's start off here with Will Anderson. Uh, physically, He's pretty pretty thick for a guy that's only listed at 240, which I thought was very promising. But when we're looking at this guy across the board, the dude checks every freaking box that you want from a six foot three, 250-ish pound edge rusher. He's explosive. He is instinctual. Uh, he is strong, which is something that you don't really expect for a lighter edge rusher. He was justifiably very, very dominant, has the statistics to back it up. But even on the reps where he's not necessarily winning, he is also dominating opposing offensive linemen. I don't think anyone should be overthinking this kid. And he legitimately should be considered to be the number one prospect in this class based on all the traits that he brings to the table. He is one of the I'll say this, right? Let's start here. He's a very odd player. Wouldn't you say like he's a little odd and and odd is not always a negative because like I look at Will, if I was an offensive tackle looking at Will Anderson, I'd be like, all right, this kid is an outside track demon. He's going to have a ton of speed, which he does. He's a lot of speed. And I'm going to have to overcompensate to meet those outside that outside ability with my foot quickness. And then Will Anderson puts his foot in the ground, and he is about as strong a football player as I have ever seen for a 245-pound guy. Like, he has some outrageous ability to create power, man. Like, he puts guys on skates, which are like – I mean, the kid's 6'3 6'4", 245 pounds, and just such an incredible power profile. I think the first thing to talk about him, uh, Joe, is like, 4-3 4-3 defensive end or 3-4 stand-up? I mean, uh, where would you prefer him? I, I guess stand-up, maybe, but because I think he can play in space a little bit, but then you kind of hit in that little troubling area where, like, mm. I want this guy going after the quarterback all the time. Like, I don't want him. Because, you know, you know, they actually changed – Alabama kind of changed his position a little bit. That spot yeah. that he actually plays is more meant to be like that on-ball Sam that can also play in space, play – you know, curl flat, play in the in in, uh, in the slot, like that type of dude. And when Will Anderson got there, they were just kind of like, mm, you, you go that way instead. Like, <laughs> we're not going to drop you in space a ton. So, uh, yeah. I, I don't think we need to – I don't want to pigeonhole him, and I understand the discussion yeah. of saying, like, which defense does he go with. He's one of the few prospects we can sit here and argue. I think he can play either. I hope that he doesn't go to a team – that runs a stand-up 3-4 four 
and makes him drop into space more than he's necessary to do so, he's able right. to do it, which is a positive in my eyes because that makes him draftable by really any defense. That's what I love about him is that he can play either effectively because he might not be a, a, a hulking, massive 4-3 defensive end, but he plays the run really freaking well. And I would argue... Um, he's almost as good. Actually, he is as good as a run defender as he is as a pass rusher. I think it's pretty e equivalent there. The one thing that I wrote down, and I I, I want to keep pointing back to, that makes him so good is his instincts and his motor. Instinctually, mm -hmm. the guy always found the football. He immediately reacted, and it's like he's not even thinking, and he's able to make plays on the football. But the motor I'm referencing, the guy doesn't stop. There's a lot of times where... If you want to know where Will Anderson is and you want to stop the play at the very end of the play, he's usually within a couple yards, and that's rare to find with an edge rusher. His motor, like you said, and his closing speed are outrageous, yes. man. He closes so quickly. As a true rusher, I wouldn't say like he's the bendiest guy of all time. Like yeah. I didn't see him bend outside track a ton. I, what I see is that, like, hey, he's got vertical push. He's incredibly explosive. And then he gets inside goes, man, and he just slips gaps so easily. I, I've seen comparisons already out there for Von Miller. I've so that was my that was my comp is because I looked up it? the physical profile. I think this is a 4-4, four, four, at least a 4-5 guy without mm -hmm. a doubt. I was going to come here with Von Miller and ask your thoughts on it, and I was going to say, do you have this either you're going to love it or you're going to hate that comp? But I, I think this is it. Von Miller 100%. I don't, I don't hate the comp. I think he's a little, a little different. Well, well, stronger, yeah. And then Vaughn was a little more versatile. Like, he could mm -hmm. play a little more in space, and I want Will, Will Anderson. One guy that I've heard also thrown out there, Joe, because he was also a former Alabama player, is Derek Thomas that used to play with the Kansas City Chiefs. That has, yeah. I still think he has the most sacks in a game in NFL history. I think he had, like, six sacks in a game. Like, this kid, and a more modern – Von Miller's not bad. Like I, I really can't think of another one where I just go like, yeah, that's a really good one because he is a li little bit of a smaller, lightly built stand-up rusher. Like that's kind of more his profile. I think he put the hand in the dirt and uses power, obviously. But like, he's six three, six four, two hundred forty-five pounds. Like that's not a traditional four-three defensive end for the most part, right? Like he's a little bit of a lighter build in that sense. But all that to say is you're going to come up with a lot of comparisons for Will Anderson. They're all going to be special football players because right. he's a really <laughs> Good player, man. Plays so hard. Cause, like, let's be honest, he could just look, he could just settle on his traits and he could be a dominant football player, right? Cause he's incredibly explosive, incredibly strong. He could just do those things and you'd be like, yep, he's going to get sacks in the NFL. He's going to be a really good football player in the NFL. Then you add into the fact that he has high effort as a rusher and high effort as a run defender. That's where he gets a lot of cleanup sacks. That's where he gets a lot of, you know, second second um second effort type of plays in the run game. He makes a variety of plays just off of pure sheer opportunity because he's run, playing so hard. It's not anything to do with talent. The talent is easy to see, the talent is easy to evaluate. When you put both those things together, could be the best edge to come out in years. I mean, I mean, I think the conversation is also all, all ultimately going to be we've seen guys like Chase Young Nick and Joey Bosa, Miles Garrett's like that class of defensive end over the last, you know, seven to eight years. Where does Will Anderson rank in there? You know, because I think that we, I think we both agreed last year, Kayvon Thibodeau for me was 
close to that tier, right? Like I didn't think that they were, he was quite in the conversation with the Miles Garretts of the world and the Boses and, and that type of thing. But he was an easy first round player, in my opinion, top 10 pick, but he was probably a tier down. Will Anderson's in that first tier. The question yeah. is, where is he in that tier? Is he potentially the best defensive end to come out in 10 years, 10, 15 years? Because then that's when we're starting talking about the word generational, because that literally is a generation, right? So that's the interesting conversation. For me. I, I, what does Will Anderson like? I don't think we need to overthink this. The guy's generational. I don't like if anyone wants to get upset because I'm I'm willing to throw that 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 word, that classification around so easily in my first year doing these evaluations and, and taking them seriously. The guy's freaking generational. We talked about the traits that he has, and I think even if he was half-assing it, he would still be talked about in the discussion of the first overall pick. He is that talented physically, but what has held back some of these prospects like a Trayvon Walker, like a Jadeveon Clowney, like a Kayvon Thibodeau, uh, there are lots of times where, and even it came up with the Boses, I think, too, is the motor. There's a lot of times with these guys where we bring up the conversation of like, well, he kind of loafs a little bit and sometimes he's like kind of half-assing it on on some of the tail ends of these plays. There's not a play where this guy takes off. And where you always are going to win with a prospect is when the talent matches the effort. And when you can see both of those things on tape, I, that's what the definition of generational to me. If you can line both of those things up, he is going to be one of the best edge rushers that we've seen in the past 10 years, as we're discussing right now. And I, th I am confident watching how hard he pushes himself on every single play that, and I want to talk about some slight deficiencies that he does have, which is nothing major. I'm confident that he's going to work on improving them because he has that level of effort and it shows on tape. Couple, couple quick notes on Will Anderson Jr. One thing that I wrote down is he's got some crazy lengths considering he's not the biggest guy in the world, right? Like he's really? going to be 6'3". And so, yeah, dude, 34 plus inch arms, definitely. Don't oh, you think? crap. I, I, I think. I, I, didn't even, I didn't even think about that because I was so just Kay in awe of everything else. Kayvon Thibodeau had 34 inch arms. And I, I mean, Will's arms are like, his arms are almost down to his knees, man. Like his hands, like he's, he's got some length to him. He's not as long as Foskey though. Holy well, crap. Not, well, that's a, that's a completely <laughs> different, that's a completely different body type. Well, yeah, Isaiah Foskey's a, a little bit of a different athlete in terms of the size profile <laughs> compared to Will Anderson. But yes, he, uh, yeah, I think length is going to pop. I think athleticism, he's going to test really well, in my opinion. You know, he was a pretty much consensus five-star coming out of high school. He's lived up to the conversation. The other thing I want to put out there, Joe, on Will Anderson is he had, what was it, 34 tackles for loss and 17 sacks, something like that, like yeah. somewhere in that ballpark, right? There is a good possibility that he does not have near that production this year, and he's actually a better football player. Yes, so like that is the discussion point. That's one of my negatives. The other negative, I think, um, is is not a concern. But my one negative with him is mm -hmm. that during this draft process, his production is going to go down. I, I'm. We need to stop trying to act like it's not going to. We need to not. We need to. We can't pretend and tell ourselves that 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 is a hot take. Teams were starting to double team him last year, and he handled it pretty well. He is going to get double teamed every single play. Teams are going to run away from him. They're going to do everything possible to avoid the best player on the field on any given down, especially one who we just claimed to be generational. His his statistics are 
uh, are going to drop. He is going to be very, very boring to evaluate Ryan because he is just going to be head up taking on double teams. And he's not, he, there's a good chance he might not be near the football a lot on a, on a good amount of these plays. Yeah, I don't even know about, you know, not being around. I mean, just the, the reality is, is that there's a, I mean, he may go down 10 plus tackles for loss and like yeah. seven sacks. Like he might have 20 tackles for loss and 10 sacks and still be as good a football player, or maybe better. Like it's very possible just because the attention, everyone. The good thing, though, that Alabama does have is that they have the other defensive outside linebacker, um, Dallas Turner, who's a freshman last year, who's a dog as mm. well. So, I mean, good luck if you're going to say, ah, we're just going to single Dallas Turner every single play because <laughs> Will Anderson's not going to stop us. It's like, oh, okay, that's not going to work out so great for you. But, yeah, um, I mean, so, yeah, I, I doubt I doubt the production is nearly as, as great as it was last year because he just had one of the – I mean, let's be honest, that year – was one of the best years we've ever seen from a defensive player. He should have won the Heisman, in my opinion. Aiden Hutchinson being in the conversation over him was stupid. It was stupid. Yeah. Aiden Hutchinson wasn't that good last year. He was good, but he was, was not good. nearly as dominant as, as being considered to be a Heisman finalist. Now, I mean, just point blank, Aiden Hutchinson was excellent. Will Anderson was about as good as you've ever seen play that position. Mm. Yeah, exactly. So... I, I think that his production is not going to be nearly the same, but I think he's a slam dunk top. I, I almost say top five player, but like he's a top two player in next year's class. Like it's just a matter of if somebody wants to take yeah. uh, Stroud or Bryce Young over him. That's literally exactly. what this is going to ultimately come down to. It's a quarterback or it's a defensive end. It's or, one or no, the it's other. a quarterback or Will Anderson. That's what it's so well, one, whatever one you want to call him. Yeah. What, <laughs> The one thing I want to, I just want to throw out there for him before we talk about uh, Derek Hall. I think the one negative, and, and this is me nitpicking here, mm -hmm. I would like to see some more pass rush moves. I think that sure. he really loves the long arm and he loves to just stab guys in the chest, which, hell man, it works. I think when you go up against some more creative and detailed offensive linemen that know he's going to do that in the NFL, he is not going to be as successful he'll probably still be successful but if he wants to take that next step he just needs to incorporate some other moves like i didn't really see a rip i didn't see a swim i didn't see a spin like i didn't see any of those things uh explosive it, explosiveness is all it's you just say. like i'm gonna run <laughs> i'm gonna run full speed at you and i'm gonna stab you in the chest with my long arm and then i'm gonna keep running past you full speed not slow down and then eventually i'm gonna get to the quarterback and, and in his defense it's not broke it don't fix it right <laughs> exactly yeah i mean <laughs> At his level, it's like, I mean, no one can stop it. So let's just keep doing it. But I agree. Like, we need to hit a, you know, cross chop or, you know, uh, club rip, ghosts, some, yeah. some type of secondary moves need to be, at, you know, put in there, a spin, like whatever. You need to pop into the arsenal. The minute that Will Anderson has a full pass rush repertoire and a full, full pass rush plan, then he's unstoppable. I mean, he's already unstoppable on his level. He's an on the NFL he's level, he'll be unstoppable. Yeah, he's oh, 100%. Hundred percent. Yep. Now here comes the the underwhelming part. Derek Hall, who similar build, listed at six foot three, two fifty five from Auburn. Um, can, can I, I have I, the verifieds on him real quick? Can I have the verifieds? yeah? Go ahead. Go ahead. What are the what are the uh, verifieds? Six six foot two and six eighths. So six oh, three. Okay. Two two fifty nine. Oh, so he's a little bigger. Thirty four and a half inch arms and over an eighty oh, inch wingspan. So. He's got some stuff, man. So I think that he had a he had a big spring grade too from the NFL, by the way. A pretty big I grade. saw that. Wasn't he like a second, third? 
I think a second round grade. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. I'm not that high on on Derek Hall. Okay. So here's here's my description of Derek Hall. He actually okay. compares well to Will Anderson, but it's like if Will Anderson didn't put everything together and he didn't have any of the instincts. I I think there's value. Are you, to call, what it, are you calling him Dollar Store Will Anderson right now? I am absolutely calling him Dollar Store Will Anderson. <laughs> Here's here's my description of him. He is very very head first and similar approach where he's gonna he's gonna run straight at you. Uh-huh. I don't think he's as strong as Will Anderson, so this doesn't really work as well for him. But he still tries to bull rush where he's not as heavy as you know as heavy for a guy who should be bull rushing or strong. So I'd like to see a little more bend. I don't think he necessarily provides that type of bend where you know that he can turn the corner and those things. I also think instinctually and his tackling, like his instincts and his tackling are not that good. There were a good amount of times in the in the games that I watched of him where he's just diving all over the place, uh, th- literally throwing himself at the quarterback and just missing, completely missing. Probably would have had more production if he was able to locate the football better. Um, and then also just does not really, I think, find and track the football as effectively. And I know I set myself up for failure Having sure to watch did. this guy after Will Anderson because he does none of the things that Will Anderson did, and my my um, my threshold for those traits is so high now that I started with Will Anderson. But I think Derek Hall's fine. I just don't think he's like as cerebral and and does a lot of the things well that you want with uh, an edge rusher of his build. Speaking of traits, Joe, you want to hear some traits here, man? Yeah. Out of what high school is he from? He's from Gulfport High School in Mississippi. He was a basketball player, which most guys are. He was also a finalist in the 200-meter dash for track and field. And he has 34-plus-inch arms, and he's incredibly explosive. So I am buying into these traits. I am. I agree with you. There's not a plan right now, much of one. But I have seen him win consistently around the track with his explosiveness at times. I don't think he's the bendiest guy of all time, like you kind of said. But I think he has really nice explosiveness and linear ability to win the outside track. And I think he has length. Anytime that you have the combination of the two, I'm going to bet on you a little bit. So I do think that this is a top two round type of player, ultimately. He had nine sacks last year in his breakout season. I think he's... A very good candidate to maybe, you know, even produce at a higher level, double digit sacks next year. So I don't think we disagree in the fact that he's not in the Will Anderson tier, obviously, right? Like he's not there. But Derek Hall has a lot of traits to work with, man length, explosiveness, and he's still figuring it out. So I'm betting on this because I can also, I can always add moves to the arsenal, I can always add power. But if you have explosiveness and you have that link that he has, those traits matter so much at the edge spot. So I am buying into Derek Hall a little bit because I think there are some special traits from a physical perspective. Yeah, I I, I could get those things and the length and the and the speed. I it's kind of weird seeing that he had some decent production. Like nine sacks is is a decent decent performance and a quality one in the SEC having to go against most of those offensive tackles. A good amount of them are going to play in the NFL. Mm-hmm. I, I just need to see him put it together a little bit more. And I, I, I know that, and I know on this podcast, we try to talk traits and bank on upside. Summer scouting, baby. It's summer scouting. I'm just, I'm, I'm wondering like, does 
but does he mentally have the capacity to to resolve those instinctual issues? Like that's where I'm concerned. Because again, this just feels like a, a dude who's just throwing himself at the football. Did you watch the Alabama game? I did not. I don't know. Did we have the Alabama game? I think I yeah, we looked. have the Alabama game. Okay, yeah. I got. I I will watch the Alabama game. But what's your so? Reason? It's it's my it's the perfect synopsis of Derek Hall in my opinion. Early on in the game, he's going against Evan Neal, and it's kind of the same thing like you're saying, man. There's a lot of stalemates, and there's a lot of you know just kind of hitting your head against the wall and just kind of getting stoned at the at the line of scrimmage, right? But then he gets better throughout that game. And he ends, I think, with I think he had three sacks, three and a half tackles for loss. Like he had a big game against Alabama. My point is, is that we are seeing the glimpses of Derek Hall right now. Last year, okay. two years ago, he played, but last year was when he really played, right? So he hasn't had a ton of playing time at Auburn, but I think that the traits are all there, and I think you see the flashes. I am banking, and I'm fully transparent. I'm banking on him putting everything together this year. But if he does, the traits are all there, man. They're all there. I would not be shocked if Derek Hall ends up being a first-round pick when it's all said and done, and I will wow. be for sure not surprised, even if he doesn't take a massive step, if he's a top 64 pick next year. Like, I think that that's – the traits are too good to not – I mean, what, what's the kid that – I always forget his name. Why do I do this? The kid that came out of University of Washington two years ago. Was Joe Tryon. Joe Tryon. Who if Joe Tryon hated – yeah, but Joe Tryon was the same thing. Not not the same thing. They're di- completely different players. But Joe Tryon had a lot of traits, and someone drafted him 32nd overall, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, because they said, oh, I can work with those traits. Mm-hmm. If you can look at, at Joe Tryon and say, that dude has traits, I can bank on that in the first round, there's zero reason that Derek Hall can't be in that conversation. Zero reason. I don't know why... But for some reason, I just hate the Auburn players. I don't know what it because <laughs> I did the same thing with Tank Bigsby, where I came in here and I'm like, Tank Bigsby's not that good. And then you're like, Tank Bigsby's good, I man. love Tank Bigsby. Tank I didn't Bigsby's love. The- I didn't love Tank Bigsby. Tank Bigsby was a good player, though. It's a good player. You were you were very adamant about disagreeing with me on that episode. Which those are, those are those are all, the only two players from Auburn that I like. Honestly, this cycle that I've watched, I watched like the um. Actually, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say this because we might watch another one later in the in the show. So I don't okay. want to break. I don't want to. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Forget. Um. It. So you're you're planning the flag on him as a early day two, late day one. I I think this top, is a late, top sixty four player. Top. 64. I think is the late late day day two for me. I think this is mid to late third round. I understand where you're coming from, but maybe it's because I didn't watch the Alabama game and I should have. Um, you should watch Alabama I watched game. him against, pull, get some reps against Charles Cross. I picked the Mississippi State game with that intention. I forget mm-hmm. what the what the other game that I watched on him. I didn't get all the way through it though, admittedly, but I, I, I just didn't, I didn't get as much of what I think you got where I, I, I saw flashes of like oh this kid could be good i saw a lot more frustration of like why how did he miss that tackle how did you know why why did he launch himself at at uh it's will rogers is the yes quarterback 
Why did yeah. he launch himself at Will Rogers and not try to actually tackle him? <laughs> oh, man, you had to watch Will Rogers. I'm so sorry to hear that. Yeah, I almost fired off a Will Rogers sucks tweet, but I was like, let's be positive. Hey, he's, he's, a, he's, a, he's a good college quarterback, man. He's just got a lollipop for him. Yeah, arm. but everyone, it's one of those bits where everyone likes to play where because he's a good college quarterback and he's mm-hmm. in the most quarterback friendly scheme that he's better than he actually is. Uh, but fair. I don't I'm not I'm not buying that. Yeah. So the the ver- that's the verdict on both these guys. Ryan, any closing thoughts on either of these players? You need to appreciate traits at defensive end. I uh, yeah, I'm I watched Isaiah Foskey and I appreciated those traits. <laughs> oh, are you uh, giving us a little teaser for the next episode, man? Are you doing that? Yeah, yeah, I, th- I, I would think so. I'm making sure you don't have Derek Hall higher than Foskey, right? No, no. Okay, okay, good. No. All right, well, Foskey's going to be fun to talk about. I had a lot of fun watching Foskey because he is – we're talking about how Will Anderson's unique. Foskey is definitely unique the way that he was he was used last year. He's like Frankenstein, man. Yeah, yeah. no, honestly. Um, was not expecting the way that they used him, so – if anyone oh, wants yeah, they to use them, they use them terribly. <laughs> but yeah, anyway. Playing middle linebacker. I was really uh, confused. Uh, at yeah. Joe DeLeon, at Rise and Draft, NFL Prospects Pod on Twitter, Hack City on YouTube, uh, and wherever you're listening for audio, make sure you hit that subscribe button. We will be back tomorrow with Isaiah Foskey versus Miles Mur- oh, not versus, and Miles Murphy from Clemson. And we can do a verse on that. No. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.